Hello, <laughs> welcome to my podcast. This feels like so crazy recording this right now. I'm like sitting on my bed and this has been a desire of mine for the past few months. Um, and so it just feels so surreal actually sitting down and hitting record because it's been something that I've been resisting, like actually doing, like being like, okay, I'm going to start it. I'm going to do this. Like, this is not just going to be some thought that's in my head and I'm going to dwell on it. And then I'll look back a year from now and be like, fuck, I wish I started that a year ago. So I feel so good to go through the process of noticing the desire that came up a couple months or a few months ago, actually. I feel like this was around like May or something. And right now it's October. I think it's October 17th. And and then just like kind of sitting with it to see if this is what I really wanted. If I actually wanted to create a podcast. Because we all know the podcast like is super saturated industry like so many people have podcasts there's so many voices out there and so many top leading podcasts and which is so great I'm such a podcast girl too and I didn't create a podcast because I'm gonna try to like jump to be the top like my intention really is to have another outlet to connect to you and connect to my audience and really be like raw and authentic because sometimes on Instagram we it's almost hard to paint the whole picture in one post with what 2000 characters or a 30 second reel you know stuff like that and I've been utilizing TikTok as well but I realize I love to talk way over three minutes I'm definitely a chatter so yeah, it's really just going to be a space for me to really share with you in a really raw, deep, authentic way. Super unfiltered. I don't have anything planned for today other than introducing this. And I do want to um, like, and then I want to share about my story too, but I really am just going to like flow with it. And what's interesting, as I was getting ready to hit record, I have been thinking about one of my favorite teachers, her name is Kasha Urbank. Um, If you've also been a student of her, you know that she is amazing. She teaches about power. Um, She used to be a dom and she really teaches about breaking through the good girl conditionings. And I so admire her and her work so much. And one thing that she teaches is that we don't choose our desires. Like, we don't have control over what we want because, like, what we want is, like, a deep internal thing. And sometimes we can go throughout life, like, kind of subtly hearing this little whisper of desire or something that we want and either jumping on it full throttle But more than likely, it's something that, like, it's going to be almost hard to accept that you want. And this could be in a bunch of different situations and scenarios. But for me, even this podcast and creating this 
I did not want this. And that's what like my journey was, was battling if I actually wanted to create this and do this. (laughs) Because I know if I start it, I want to be committed to it. Like I don't have a plan for how many I'll launch, but I do want to make it be a portal that's like alive and that I'm constantly like, you know, I'm not going to drop drop two podcast episodes and then be done with it, right? I want to like feed it and give into it and com- commit to it. And so, but there were so many reasons why I was telling myself like, no, I don't want this. Like, I don't want this. It's going to be another thing on my plate. It's, you know, what if, you know, all X, Y, and Z, like, what if it doesn't succeed? What if no one listens? Like, you know, it's the industry is so saturated, blah, blah, blah. But I still, the podcast was like living still within me. And then I finally just surrendered. And I was like, you know what, Mariah, like, you're going to fucking do this and you're going to make this happen. And you're going to like sit on your ass and fucking talk to your people. And if this is you too resonating with this of just like if you've been resisting anything, like let this be your sign to just jump and fucking do it. Like I also realized too, I definitely deal with anxiety and being in action is actually the biggest anxiety relief. It is such the biggest anxiety relief. So I'm sure you're curious about how I thought of the name And like this name, the Hot for Life podcast, it isn't to be like a cocky place of like, oh my God, I'm so hot. Let's just be like a hot for life and like have beautiful makeup and hair and stuff like that, which is like also great and beautiful too. But for me, this actually terminology is something that is like so, such a symbol of my own journey. And that's why I knew I wanted to talk about my story because this expression is something that I came up with. I literally remember talking to the person and that I was talking to. And I was like, I remember being in this really amazing program where I was learning about my blind spots and taking responsibility. I was learning to be authentic and I felt on top of the world of like figuring out my own shit and like wanting others to figure out their own stuff as well. And I remember saying to this person I was talking to, I was like, dude, we want to live this life where we are hot for life. Like we're here. We're here once as we as we think we know. But like I want to believe that we are here once. Like let's fucking be hot from the inside out. And if you have been following me, you definitely know this about me. Like I am such a personal development gal. I love growing. I love expanding, healing, like all of that is all my jam. And so this expression of being hot for life is about that. It's about glowing from the inside out where like no matter what you look like, like no vanity involved. Like you are going to be radiating this life that's hot from the inside out. And that's even why for my cover on my podcast, there's no pictures or anything. There's no picture of me because I didn't want it to be about vanity. I want it to be the simple statement of let's be hot for life. Like let's do this life so fucking passionately and like become the greatest versions of ourselves 
And that's what really actually started my whole journey. I I feel like from a very young age, I was super curious, especially about like different ways of living and lifestyle. Like I knew, <laughs> this sounds so pick me, but it's like, I also knew from a young age, I wasn't traditional. I did not dream about my wedding day. I did not dream about the picket house fence like house or you know place I would have with a bunch of kids like I never thought about that like I thought about so many different things and so I had a hard time actually resonating with a lot of other people and I'll never forget like this is what literally started my my journey into my own personal growth and my passion for creating like amazing relationships, sex, like adventures. Like I had this desire to have absolute freedom in all areas of my life. And it started from when I was in community college, I went to a, or I signed up for a speech course, a speech class. And cause I knew it was my biggest fear. And I'm like, okay, Mariah, you're going to do your biggest fear. <laughs> like you're going to go to a speech class. And I was terrified. And I was obviously having such a battle with it because I did not show up for one of my speeches one day completely. Well, I showed up, but I had no speech. It was my turn to go. And the teacher was like, okay, Mariah, it's your turn to go. And I literally turned around in my from my desk to look at the teacher. And I was like, I don't have my speech. Like, I just don't have it. And I remember the night before battling writing my speech. I had so much resistance around it. Like, it was almost like I was robotic and I couldn't even fucking do it. And the class went on and then the teacher was like, hey, Mariah, like, come, come um, sit with me after class. I have to talk to you. And obviously, like, like any student, we know that would be coming. And the teacher was like, Mariah, I'm going to have to fail you. And I was like, what? No, please don't fail me. Like, immediately I started crying. But then I so understood at the same time why he had to do that. Like, I was like, no. But then I was like, okay, that's fine. And I just start bawling my eyes out. And they were like, I'll give you the special code. You can come back to my class this summer and retake it. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And I literally leave the class, bawling my eyes out, going back to my car. I start, I sit in my car. My hands are on the steering wheel. My forehead is also on the steering wheel. And I'm just sobbing my eyes out. And all of a sudden, like something fucking hit my head. Like it literally hit me like a pan would hit your head. Like I like shook my head back almost like hit my head against my seat. And I was like, holy shit, like, I'm the person that's responsible for my life. Like, what am I doing here? Crying and feeling sorry for myself. Not that it's a bad thing. But it's like, I think I'm going to be crying myself into like, fixing the problem also, when already my like destiny is set, like, in a way, like, you know, I'm going to retake, I failed, he can't pass me because I didn't show up for the, I didn't show up for my speech. And I'm going to retake it this summer, like, 
Like, I am the person that's responsible for my life. Like, no one else is responsible for me. But, like, I'm the person that, like, creates everything. And immediately, right then and there, I completely shifted my life. Like, I think at that point, I was no longer going out with my friends anymore. I had three jobs and all my life was working and doing school. And that summer, I passed my speech class with an A. I was so proud. And then I think the timing of this was then right after this, I signed up for an interpersonal communication course and I fell in love. First of all, fell in love with the teacher. She's still someone who I love to this day and still follows me. Shout out, you know who you are. And I completely fell in love with his class. I was like, this is my purpose right here because interpersonal communication, it was about how to make relationships amazing. And right when I walked in that door, I realized that's what I I wanted. I wanted that right away. I wanted like, I wanted to understand because at that point, like I had been going through struggles in my own personal life, um, you know, with friendships at that point, I have never had a boyfriend really. And, um, you know, was completely shut up, shut off in a lot of ways, but I totally admired relationships and like relationships that were amazing. And so I wanted to learn how to create those and how to sustain sustain them and how to have relationships thrive. And so immediately when I went going through that semester in that in that course, my life completely changed around communication. And then fast forward, um, go to college, I get a communication major. And after college, I remember being in this corporate job. I was in a super toxic environment. It was so not good for me. It did not bring out the best in me. And I kind of felt this place where like, I didn't know what my career passion was. But like anyone, we want like our jobs to look good, right? Like that's so our ego at play. We want to look good right after college. We want to have this great job and brag to have our families brag about us, brag to our friends that they these cool jobs. And like, I thought I wanted that. Like I thought I wanted to climb the corporate ladder and, or at least maybe not climb it, but I want to at least work for a company that sounded cool. And then being in this one corporate job that typically a lot of people get after college, I was like, nah, this is not it. Like, this is not it at all. And I was at such this breaking point where I was so lost and confused. Like I had this huge passion, but I didn't know where to go with it because you know, in college, like they don't set you up into everything that's possible, right? They like, there's companies that just come to your school and they're like, hey, here's this job, this job and this job, right? It's like, you don't know what you don't know. (laughs) So I hit this like breaking point where I wasn't gonna like stand for the environment I was anymore. Again, I was like, I'm gonna take personal responsibility. How can I fucking move my life forward? And then so my one of my best friends invited me to this this um personal development leading personal and professional development company called Landmark. Um if you're a listener and you have been to Landmark like hell yeah support you <laughs> like cheers to you. If you haven't heard of Landmark, Landmark is 
again, a personal and professional development company. And they basically help you see your own blind spots, help you live a more authentic life that's like in tune to your desires. So it's also like the best place if you wanted to dip into this world of actually investing in your personal growth outside of listening to podcasts or books, 100% recommend because their first course that you have to be in is this weekend workshop. And if you want a transformation and if you want a breakthrough, that is the fastest way you are going to get one. So I went to Landmark. I went to the weekend and, you know, they explained to you all these new paradigms of how to be. And especially one of them is about seeing your own blind spots. And again, they're called blind spots for a reason because you can't see your blind spots. Like you can't see where you're being inauthentic or where you're, let's just call it that, being inauthentic because that's the, the terminology that they use. And so also side note, if you know Lululemon, which I believe is everyone, Lululemon was birthed at Landmark because they actually have another course where you have to create a project and Lululemon was birthed there. So side note, like there's such big, cool companies that actually also like still send their employees to something like Landmark because it is so profound and you get so much from it. So I went to Landmark because I'm like, what is this going to hurt? Like, at this point, I'm so clueless. I don't know what to do that I will do anything to move my life forward. And so I went to this weekend, with, had my mind blown in so many ways. And one of the homework pieces that you have when you're on a break is that you need to call someone in your life and communicate where you are being inauthentic. And I'll never forget I call this one guy almost like the really first true guy I've ever really liked, like right away, like was so goo gaga over him. And I remember it didn't work out between us because um, it just didn't work out between us because he instead of found a different girl and stuff like that that was more aligned to him. And I remember feeling so hurt about it that on purpose, I wanted to hurt him. Like he was really trying to communicate with me and make amends with me and like talk it out and stuff like that. Like he was really genuinely like caring about me, but I was so hurt where I wanted him to hurt back for hurting hurting me. And I'm sure anyone here would relate to this, that When we feel hurt by someone, we want them to hurt back. Like even unconsciously, we can do this to someone. And so that's exactly what I did. He was calling me, calling me, calling me, trying to make up with me that I blocked him right away and did not talk to him at all. Like I kept him blocked for until two years later or until two years later, but that's like fast forward. So two years later, I then go to this landmark thing realize this like oh my god like it wasn't actually me just being a bad bitch and knowing my worth and I'm not gonna stand for this like that's almost the like hypey hypey version like the light version right 
But the darkness was, is that I actually wanted this guy to hurt. And I didn't even really realize on the level that like, that was actually not my truth. Like, and that was actually me just protecting myself because I was so scared. And so I called him and I was like, hey, so-and-so, so I'm at this thing this weekend and I just want to let you know that like when you told me that you don't want to be with me anymore, like I wanted you to hurt and that's why when you were trying to communicate with me and like us to talk it through that I completely blocked you and disregarded you because I wanted you to hurt as badly as I did and I just want to say is that like I'm so sorry for that and like I really understand why why it ended and also why this other woman was a better alignment for you and I just hope that you like have been having this amazing life since then and I really wish the best for you I literally said that verbatim I literally like will remember it forever and he said I'll never forget he was like Mariah this is the most amazing phone call I've ever gone in my life. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. Like, and then he started disclosing on, on his side and what was going on for him with total personal responsibility. And again, that's also another thing I forgot about Landmark is that it totally teaches you to be responsible for your life and your choices. And that's basically what I went into this conversation to do was take responsibility for the situation. I didn't blame him. I didn't shame him. I didn't guilt trip trip him. I just took responsibility for my side and his armor completely fell apart and he opened. And then I could hear him in such a different light. And then after that, we created this beautiful friendship. Like it still pinches me to this day of that. So again, If anyone is interested, if you've never been in personal development work or investing in it, I 100% recommend the Landmark Forum because of this, because of these breakthroughs, because of these new paradigm shifts that you get about seeing your own blind spots, taking self-responsibility, and like being more authentic in your life and not like living in a place where your ego runs the show. So that was incredible. I was invested in Landmark for like two years, I believe. And then, and then at some point I started then raising the stakes even higher. (laughs) So then at some point I, and and between this point and where I then went in my in my life, um, in this, like, still looking for what I wanted in my purpose or what my purpose was and, um, moving along that journey, I then, I'll never forget, my best friend, she had this book and it was titled Pussy. And I was like, what? you're reading that? Like I looked at the book and it's this beautiful cover too. It's not like this grungy word that says pussy, like in this grungy like stuff. It was this beautiful cover of this book and it said pussy, a reclamation. And I was so invested already. I was like, what is that? 
What are you reading? Tell me more. It was like something inside of me has been knowing how I've been like repressing myself sexually and like not even just sexually like like getting off and like stuff like that but like I had been erotically like suppressed like I remember in college not wanting to look hot at all um I remember one of my friends that was once my once my roommate I would like literally go to parties covering myself head to toe in like boots, pants, long sleeve, turtleneck. Like I didn't want any fucking attention. Like I did not want to be sexualized in any way. And not that I was against being sexualized. Like I loved women who could so show off their bodies and like get male attention and just like really express themselves in that way. I totally have looked up to them like my whole life, like women like that. And I've been surrounded by women like that and I've loved it. And for some reason, I couldn't allow myself to have that. It was like, oh, everyone else can have that, but Mariah cannot have that because Mariah is like a cute little goody girl and like having a lot of attention on me is scary and it's intimidating and I don't even know if I can hold it. Like I don't know if I can hold attention on myself. I'd start shaking. I would start like not being okay with it. And again, why I took a speech course one time because I'll never forget in high school, I gave a speech, completely biffed it by not even talking. I was traumatized. I was shaking to the max. And so, yeah, when I read this cover called Pussy of Reclamation, I was hooked immediately. It was like this book has been searching for me my whole life to reclaim this part of me. And not like actual pussy. So pussy almost means that you're like, your feminine turn on, like the, like the fire inside of you that's alive. And it correlates to pussy because us women, we have a clit that has 8,000 nerve endings and the clit is on our bodies simply for us to experience pleasure. Do you understand that? Like, It's not just on our bodies because like, oh, like, you know, almost like, (laughs) you know, a nose, knee, and a nostril because we need to have some arc way too so we can breathe properly. No, like a clit is on our pussy in pussy, meaning our full area, like vaginal, internal, and our external, and our vulva. And it is simply on our bodies for pleasure. And in my perspective, this is even why doctors have been ignoring, like, the pussy area. The, like, they've been ignoring the clit. Like, I don't even know if there's that much studies on the clitoris. But basically, it's just on us for pleasure. And it's, like, a little interesting why there wouldn't be more research on that. Because... It's like men don't have that. I mean, they have a penis. And if you're a man too, I love you. You know, I love your bodies. And 
Your penis, though, is a multifunctional tool, right? You pee out of it. It's all external. Like, you also jack off with, off with it. You have sex with it. Like, your balls are external. Like, it's it's this multifunctioning thing. But, like, a, a pussy is so different and complex. And you know that, too, if you're a male listener. Um, even a woman, too. Like, we know it's very complex and we don't know much about it, you know, because... I don't even know if I want to get down that rabbit hole this this episode, but you know, for so many reasons, the pussy has been neglected and shamed and sexualized and all of those things. And so reading that book literally sparked a fire under my ass. I immediately called my best friend who had the book. I was like, I just finished this book. We need to go find this teacher and learn from her. <laughs> So I literally, I think that day or that week, looked her up on Instagram, saw that she was having an event in New York, and I called her, my friend back, my best friend, and I was like, we're going to her event, it's in New York, and we're going. Like, I jumped on that for us, and basically since then, like, I, then she was my mentor for a year, I then found another mentor after her that was in that realm, and it was like I have I was exploding with purpose. Like I was just I couldn't believe this world that I was experiencing about like femininity turn on in the sense of like not sexual turn on, but turn on in life, um, sensuality, eroticism, like moving your body, like um expressing anger, sadness, and rage in a healthy way. Like there was always different modalities and I just fell in love with being a woman and I fell in love with expression and being in ritual and being with other women who cared about like their lives in the sense where they're going to put their money where their mouth is and improve their life. Um, I realize also everyone's very different. Everyone has very different modalities of this. Um, but for me, I so like have aligned with women who want to live a more conscious life and know about their blind spots, take responsibility, live in pleasure, also know how to handle pain and how to express in a healthy manner And constantly be like um, a learner, you know, like I am so on the path of like constantly being a learner and expanding. And I totally fell in love with this journey of understanding my soul and understanding other people's souls and like us all growing together. And I know this sounds so woo woo and so like, what the fuck kind of planet are you on, Mariah? And I totally don't like shame you for having that experience or yeah, experience of me or um, judgment of me. Like I totally get it. Like I know I've posted a bunch of things that have been so cringe and you know, I'm so accepting of it. And that's been another piece of my journey that has been so liberating is that I realized I was living in such this people pleaser like shame mode for so long. Like anything I did, if someone wasn't happy, I would shame myself and be so mean to myself and hateful to myself. And, you know, it cared more to me, you being happy than like me being uncomfortable. And 
then like nine years later of like being on this journey of understanding my passions and what I cared about, I got to this place where I have seen so much results within myself of my own sexual and erotic expression, how I am in relationships, my conscious communication skills, me not being a people pleaser. Like I was just I knew the healing journey and the shadow work and the sensuality that you have to be in touch with and like loving your body and loving yourself in a deep way that's like so uncomfortable that I was like, I I want to guide people through this. Like I can do this. Like I have worked with the top mentors in the industry that I can fucking do this. And it was so scary to also have that desire because all of these things were coming up. Like, I'm not good enough. No one's going to want to work with me. Like, who am I to want this? Like, why wouldn't someone just want to work with Jaya or Mama Gina who were actually the leaders in it? Why would someone want to work with me? And, you know, all of these scenarios. And then I saw how clear it was blocking me from actually like trusting myself and being confident in myself and following what I actually like, again, a desire that I didn't even want. Like I never thought being an entrepreneur would be my life, would be like my life passion and and work. And still I'm not perfect or amazing or anything. I'm figuring this out as I go, but I'm fucking doing it. And and I'm just like, oh my God, I just so celebrate myself for that. <laughs> and I celebrate anyone else who chooses this journey because it is so not for the fainted heart. Like it's been so confronting, so challenging. And this is wh- where I've actually become more confident in myself because I've learned that confidence actually means self-trust like when you can keep trusting yourself and having this willingness to go after what you want to let go of your ego and put yourself out there whether it's in business relationships sex like oh my gosh I've been through it in every department and I have been growing this stamina of confidence That's so, I used to think of confidence as this place that was like, oh, you're confident if you look really pretty and you have great outfits and you're on the, you know, standard path that society lays out for us. But I found confidence in my own place, like my own, like going down my own avenue and trusting myself over and over and over again. And again, if you are resonating with this at any level, like I really want to speak to you and say, come back always to trusting yourself, like trusting the subtle intuition whispers and the the little like whispers of desire and don't be so hard on yourself. There are, trust me, there is times that it's going to be fucking hard. I will not sugarcoat that. This journey is not easy. Healing is not easy. Um, I think there are sometimes people heal very slowly and very passively, which is totally okay. Like I'm so here for what people are available for themselves. 
But I have definitely been a person where I'm like, let's heal fucking fast. And that's the rate that I go at. And it is not pretty. It is not fun. It's fun getting on the other side. And at that point too, you have to like reflect back to see where you were before and where you are now and keep putting one foot in front of the other. Like really like that's also another piece is you have to celebrate your small wins. Your small wins are so important. Your small wins is how you build brick on brick on brick on brick. That is how you make change in your life is through these small wins. And I know it's so easy for people who maybe you're in a relationship with, like your family, friendship, lovers, like they'll they'll eventually attack you for not being where you actually want to go. And it's just so true you do not get there overnight. And you cannot expect people to give you grace and understand where you are. But your job is to give yourself grace and understand where you are and celebrate yourself for the small wins because the small wins is what's going to get you to that further destination. You have to celebrate the small wins. Like that is my biggest takeaway I would say from this episode today is be celebrate your small wins and literally trust also your little subtle like whispers of desire and intuition. Listen to them, write them down on a notepad and come back to them over and over and over again. And I think that's all I have to say today. (laughs) This was really fun. And I would love to hear what you got from this, what you even thought about this. Um, I'm here for, I'm also, if you want to know anything more about me, I am so about diversity of thought. Tell me the good, bad, ugly, beautiful. Tell me all the flavors. Um, I'm so here for it all. DM me on Instagram and I'll have some next juicy episodes for you. And I love you. There's so much more to come and stay so strong like and just live fucking hot for life.